Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like Dress Down Friday, but we always come in mufty. Poor Mufti. What has she done? <laughs> At least buy Mufti dinner first. <laughs> My name is BB Lynch. I'm Mufti Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realise that's what I call myself on the weekend. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Who are we? Who are we? Well, talking of Jesus, who are we, who are we speaking to today? <laughs> And talking of coming up. <laughs> Should we let him introduce himself? I think so. I think that's for the best. My name is Dr. Christopher Ryan Jones. I'm a clinical psychologist and sex therapist. Ladies, gentlemen, if you have been feeling a little bit flaccid over lockdown, then we are coming to make things better with Dr. Chris who's going to talk to us about ArcWave toys for men. Please welcome Dr. Chris. Yay! Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be with you both. Aww. Dr. Chris, don't start the chat with a lie. You <laughs> well, were it is. offended by that introduction. That wasn't one of my best. I'm so it was. sorry. Miranda, I don't know what do you want happened. to redo it? I, no. I'll, do you know what? <laughs> I'll think about it. I will, I'll come back to it. I'll think about it. You are here to talk about the Arcwave Iron and male masturbation. And we've talked a lot about female masturbation because uh, that is one of our favourite hobbies. Um, so, <laughs> And one of the first things that I wanted to ask you was, so we've recently talked about some of the things that female masturbation can do in terms of pain relief and mental health. But because we're not men and we don't have the parts required for the male masturbation technique. So I wondered if there is anything you could tell us the pros of male masturbation. There's this idea about masturbation. There's always these taboos and myths that have been associated with masturbation. And as a clinical psychologist and sex therapist, a lot of times when working with clients, you know, the typical ones, you know, like it'll make you go blind or you know, it'll cause, you know, hair to grow in your palms, which might actually feel kind of interesting, you know, if they were doing it that way. But they have a lot of guilt associated with that because of some of these myths. And so as a psychologist and sex therapist, I think it's important to educate clients on the actual benefits of masturbation, both male and female. And so for men, it's very much a lot the same with females. You know, we use it. It's a great reduction of, of sexual tension, obviously, uh, but it's also good for reducing stress. It helps you sleep better. Um, you know, it is very good for, you know, pelvic floor and anal areas as far as like mu muscle strengthening. Um, I use it a lot in therapy for two particular things. One, to help with sexual problems. So for example, men who have problems with rapid ejaculation, um, using masturbation, they can kind of learn to uh, adapt, understanding how their body works so that they can deal with rapid ejaculation. The same is true with delayed ejaculation. Most men who have delayed ejaculation don't have any problems with ejaculation when masturbating. So that's an, like an important component that I need to know as a therapist when working with clients like this. It's also very, very important for people who have poor body image and low self-esteem. I know that sounds shocking because of this myth that, you know, the only people who masturbate are the ones who can't get a partner or can't get laid. But the truth is people who have body image problems, when they realize and understand that their body can give them pleasure, 
it can help them to appreciate their body even more. Mm. That's really interesting. That's true, isn't it? If this is a stupid question and God, God knows it's a whole career has been based on that. So why on earth would I stop now, Dr. Christ? Um, <laughs> but, um, so, do, so do you get your patients to masturbate in front of you? No, absolutely not. No, no, no. There's no masturbation in front of me. We do, I do give them assignments to go home and practice. So um, in psychosexual therapy, we mainly deal with the psychological aspects that relate to sexual dysfunction. So as I mentioned, a lot of times for guys who have delayed ejaculation, meaning that they have trouble ejaculating during sex, um, a lot of times they don't have trouble ejaculating during masturbation. So the root cause of it isn't something that's physiological. It's usually psychological. There's some type of uh, disconnect between them and their partner that's causing them to have problems ejaculating. It may not be them and their partner. It could be them and their other cognitions, whether feeling guilty about sex, fear of impregnating their partner. It could be a number of issues. That happens with women as well, though, doesn't it, Mary? Absolutely. Um, I've just wondered, do they ever explore like the cause of their guilt? Because I can imagine it can be for yeah. so many reasons. Yeah, that's a big that's a big thing that we do in therapy. And yeah. that's that's unfortunately why sessions usually take a little longer. I, I get people ask me all the time, well, how long will it take to deal with this issue? And it's really hard to tell when we haven't d- dived into these issues. You know, there are there are family structural values that sometimes interfere. There are religious reasons that sometimes interfere. Other cultural aspects that could really cause the root of those cognitions and belief systems. Do they ever come to you and feel guilty about using a sex toy whilst they're masturbating? All the time. <laughs> I Let me tell you. I, let me tell you all this. I, I had have clients all the time. And, and not too long ago, I, I really remember this. There was a female client and I was talking to her about possibly using a sex toy because I, I recommend sex toys all the time. You know, not only on my show, my podcast, Sex Therapy, but also when I'm dealing with clients, I tell them in person, I said, you need to try this toy. It might help with, you know, for females, if they have some type of pelvic genital pain, sometimes using a sex toy helps, you know, uh, dilators or other types of sex toys helps them to um, adjust a, a bit. Um, but I had a female tell me one time, she told me, she goes, I, I'm not going to use a sex toy because uh, I believe once I have a new male partner, God has already given us everything we need. We don't need to add oh. sex toys. Oh, no. And I, and I told them, no. <laughs> yes. And I think that's absolutely crazy. Or I get men who are absolutely uh, paranoid at the fact that their female partner uses a sex toy. Oh. And I don't ever understand that. I would, I would think that as a partner, whether male or female, you would want your partner to receive the utmost pleasure possible in the sexual experience. And the truth is for females, penetration is not the way most females receive orgasm. It's through clitoral stimulation. And let's be honest, most male partners don't think about this as much, right? So sex toys really kind of add something they, into the relationship and, and into the sex life that I think is, is wonderful. Because I was really surprised because you we um, had some figures from Arcwave and one of the ones that I saw, uh, well, actually, <laughs> the one that's most surprising, or, or is it really, is the, the percentage of men who pref- we had 56, uh, is the 56% prefer to masturbate in the bedroom, 30% uh, prefer it in the shower, 22% in the bathroom, 
and one percent of men are having a wank at work. What is this one percent thinking? Well, think about this. Mm. When are you most stressed out? <laughs> when are you like at the utmost level of stress? It's usually at work. Mm-hmm. And what does masturbation do? Masturbation relieves stress. Yeah. And so if you think about it, this is why I tell clients and I tell people everywhere that masturbation is an important part of a self-care routine. Just as you would go for a jog or go on the treadmill or whatever type of activity you like to do to release stress, masturbation provides the same effect. Yeah, but that's like saying, no, no, Dr. Chris, no. Because I, I appreciate <laughs> the like a going so- down. Yeah, I'm sorry, no. I appreciate like a soft area at work. I appreciate a pool table. I appreciate a mini bar. I'm not having a wank booze. <laughs> well, I, I'm not telling them to do it in front of people. Oh, and I'm I not see. even saying to do it at work. It sounds but, like you were. No, 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 no. I'm saying that it's easy to understand why people choose to do it there because that's when they're at the highest level of stress for yeah. many people. And it's fulfilling a need. Yeah. <laughs> What's... And I'm not saying, and look, let, let me make it, let me make a, let me make a little statement that I'm not, you should not be exposing yourself to anyone. I want to make that clear. And you shouldn't be objectifying your coworkers. Okay? Nice, but I, I don't job. think, so, I don't yeah. think that's what most people are doing. I think they're just stressed out and that's the way to, to, to get rid of that. I, I bet that figure is shot up during work from home. Totally, <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm still obsessed with the fact that I seem to be obsessed today with people masturbating in front of other people. I do apologize, Dr. Chris. I don't think I've ever, I'm sorry for suggesting that in your therapy session, it's just what you said made me think, I'm doing it in front of him. And then also at work. But that aside, what shocks me more about those stats is the bloody people doing it in a shower. I don't know someone wanking in a shower. Easy cleanup afterwards. No, it's, no, no. <laughs> And you know, a lot of products even come with attachments to use in the shower. So it's very common for people. Can I just share the funniest thing I've ever read? Right. So, you know, uh, Fesshole on Twitter. This is absolutely hilarious. There was one the other day, let's see if I can get it right. This bloke wrote, um, he said, I've just got a text from the cleaner saying that she's finished and she's gone home. And he said, and he, said no. and he didn't know she was in that day. And when he got home, he found a dildo, his dildo, stuck to the shower wall and she'd, she'd hung the flannel over it. <laughs> Oh, that is quite an image. Dr. Chris, how did you get involved in all of this? Why did you choose sex as your field? It goes back a long ways to when I was beginning my education in psychology. And my first job was with the Army Substance Abuse Program. And I had so many young soldiers coming um, who would have all sorts of issues, whether it was they got really drunk at a party and they felt like they were violated by a colleague or they're away from their partners and they're having relational issues because of that. And so they started to drink or it could be that they got drunk and then was involved in risky behavior. And I'm going to tell you, I didn't know, I didn't know much of anything about sex at the time. I mean, this was really, but these were really serious issues yeah. and I felt that I really needed to dive in a little bit deeper. And so that's, that's, that, that was the start of all of it. How does it go from abuse to sex, from substance abuse to sex? Well, they get drunk and a lot of times they're taken advantage of um, by colleagues or, you know, they wake up and not remember where they were or what happened the night before. And then there are photos or things. I mean, these are all situations that have happened. So yeah, it, it, 
you know, we laugh and joke about sex therapy a lot, you know, and there's a lot of misconceptions about sex therapy and what actually happens in sex therapy. You know, I get asked all the time, you don't have to feel bad about the question because I get asked all the time, oh, do we have to have sex in front of you or, or what's going on? But, but we're dealing with real issues that really affect people because sex and sexuality affect us to our very core of who we are as human beings. And so, yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it's been a great job and to help a lot of people. It's been wonderful. And um, what about your work with ArcWave? Just, can you just explain to, to our lovely listeners what ArcWave is? Because um, I saw the launch of this as part of WowTech and I was so excited because it was finally like male masturbation toys that, aren't, that don't look like torches that have a vagina <laughs> inside them. So, you know, WowTech is wonderful anyways. When it comes to quality, when it comes to aesthetics, they really are at the top echelons of pleasure products. And the ArcWave is a wonderful, I have one, I know your listeners cannot see it. But <laughs> if you walked into someone's home and this was sitting on the counter, you would have no idea what it is. No. Tiny little speaker, That's, I think it's a really yeah. cute little speaker, yeah. 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 It's, it would, it, you know, you, if it, you could think it was someone's uh, oxygen machine for all that is, you know, who's sitting next to <laughs> oh, it. No yes. telling what it is. No telling what it is. <laughs> and that's part of what I like about the arc wave is that it is something that is very discreet. It's very compact, but it's also very stylish and modern. Now this is a modern stroker. And the fact that it uses some of the technology that WildTech has used for say, like the womanizer, where you have that air pulse technology, but they use it to stimulate the frenulum on the backside of uh, the penis. So you not only get the stroking sensation, but you also get that air pulse sensation on the back part of the frenulum. And it creates a very unique sensation by utilizing this technology that has not been used before at all, nor is the frenulum ever an area that any sex toy focuses on. Mm. So it's very um, inventive in the way that it is used and the focus of this product. It's really wonderful. One of the things that it says is it's an entirely unique experience that matches the female orgasm in its varied builds up uh, waves of sensation and powerful. How do you know? How do you know it matches the female? <laughs> well, Those are fighting words, Dr. Chris. <laughs> it is. And they have done some studies, but let's go back to anatomy. Let's go back to human anatomy a little bit and, and human development, even in the womb. Mm. So the area where the frenulum is, the same nerve ending clusters is, is like the clitoris. So in development, we have... We have the exact same anatomy in that area as far as nerve endings are concerned. Right. And so this is stimulating those same, just as most females only orgasm through clitoral stimulation. This is banking on that knowledge, if you will, <laughs> and, and focusing on that for men. So it creates a completely new sensation, like I've said, creates longer areas of pleasure. I mean, we know that the, the hit of the penis and the glands is where the most sensation is for, for, for the penis. And so to have something that really focuses at the very epicenter of where all those nerve endings come together, it does build up and create something that I will tell you that none of your listeners have ever experienced before. So Dr. Chris, why has it taken so long for a sex toy to be created that, uh, uh, that goes for that area? If it's like that area is the, the area. So I think the way that most people view male masturbation, even from it. Now, this is my speculation, but I would say most people, because there are these taboos associated with masturbation, and as a male, you know, even as a teenager, you don't want people to actually know that you're doing it, right? So you like masturbate really quick, 
You don't want your parents to catch you or, you know, your roommate. Your to walk boss. In. Or, <laughs> or your boss. Yeah, you don't want that to happen because you might not have a boss the next day, right? You might be, you might be can. And so um, I think a lot of products that have been created for men um, are just very basic. It's there, there's not much technology that's really gone into male products historically. It's kind of like a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, with silicone. Um, <laughs> instead of thinking it through, like they have done with so many female sex toys, they've really thought about female anatomy and what feels good and how females are most pleasured and uh, what helps them achieve orgasm the best. And so I think it's great that they're starting to think about this when it comes to males. One of the uh, one of the other stats was that only twenty nine percent of men use sex toys on a regular basis for masturbation. Why so low? I would have thought that men would have been, you know, all over it. Was it just the quality of products, or is it the guilt? Do you think? So you know, one of the things with all clients when it comes to sex toys, there's always like this idea of like a really seedy bookstore with really cheap <laughs> products that are overpriced that don't last. You know, they're more novelty instead of sexual health. And so I think now that we're starting to look at these things as more of like sexual health aids, I think that uh, hopefully these numbers will increase. Mm. And they're quite a sexy design; like they're quite sleek and yeah, you know, it just looks like a little, like Bibi said, like a little speaker or something. Right. And you know, I think some people are worried that you know, if if you open up your drawer and you see this, you know, silicone vulva <laughs> laying there, you know, it, it might be obscene to some people. Whereas these products, like you said, are very sleek, modern design. They're beautiful. How do we, um, how do Miranda and I get um, a product named after us? Well, I can't get one named after me yet. Yeah, either, well, so yeah. I don't know. We have to, have to call on someone else. <laughs> when they come up with their next range, the Dr. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there going to be more to come from Arcwave? They do have some wonderful products that are in the works. And so I think it'll be very exciting. Can I ask something really cheeky, right? And you don't have to answer, but I love it so much. I'm really enjoying calling you Dr. Chris. You know, (laughs) you know, you know, when you have sexy times, do you insist on people calling you Dr. Chris? Say yes. I I do not actually. (laughs) No. But now that you've mentioned that, I might have to to incorporate that. We volunteer as tribute, Dr. Okay. <laughs> Just like, no. Nice. Y'all have my number. No. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly tell us about your, your podcast, what it covers. So sex therapy it can be found anywhere. And uh, we cover all sorts of sexual issues. We've had all sorts of interesting guests from other doctors and authors and directors, a couple of porn stars. I know that's a little... Gets a little risky with oh, some of the audience, but no, we but, love it. Don't worry. Yeah, it, it's 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 been wonderful because we really try to look at um, some of the psychological um, areas that really incorporate sex. Yeah. And you know, we always take listener questions, and of course, we do reviews of sex toys every week. So that's always fun. That oh, sounds great. And I have tons of college students here at the university who volunteer to try them all out. Uh, as you can imagine, I'm the favorite. You know, I show up with a box of toys and start handing them out. <laughs> What's the best and worst review you've had? So um, I will tell you the Wild Tech products. Actually, the first five-star toy that we ever had mm. was the Womanizer Duo. That mm. was the toy that the reviewer was like, you know, 
I didn't get the review for a while because she was so busy using the toy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she was shaking too bad to text in the details of, of the review. Um, we have had, there, there was a company who reached out who actually wanted to advertise on my show. And they, I said, well, you know, we haven't even reviewed your products. And, and so they sent us the product. I'm not going to name the company because it's just a young startup. Oh, yeah, company. no, I don't. But worry. the product was so terrible. It was so bad. I couldn't get people to even volunteer to try it out. Like they hadn't <laughs> even used it yet. I was like, please take, I, <laughs> take this toy. Someone get this out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, someone get it out of my house. That's yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. So I finally made it where, you know, nobody could try any other products until this one went. So <laughs> I finally got rid of it. And, and, you know, the reviewer was not happy. <laughs> I've always wanted to marry, well, that's full, and then full stop. But I've also wanted to marry, I've also always wanted to marry um, a hairdresser. And then I thought I wanted to marry a massage therapist. And now, and then a chef. And now I think I want to marry a sex therapist. <laughs> you know, I will tell you the old saying, the shoemakers, children have no shoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a load of cobblers. Hey. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. How can we find you on social media? Yeah, they can just find me at sex therapy pod. Uh, on Instagram, particularly, we also do a little bit of on Twitter, but uh, I think we also have a Facebook. But Instagram's mainly what we use. Sex Therapy Pod, they could find me. And where can we find out more about the Arcwave Iron? Uh, you can go to Arcwave's website, and it's available just about everywhere. All the major toy distributors have it. I mean, this is, it's really a premium product in, in that you should definitely try it out. Thank you very much. I say the same about myself. Thank you so much, <laughs> Dr. Chris. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Dr. Both. Chris. Thanks very much to our guest, Dr. Chris, or Dr. Christ, as we are now calling him. Honestly, uh, did we explain to him why he was called Dr. Christ? No. Did we bother? Did no, we bother? We, we didn't even bother. Didn't we even haven't, bother. I don't think we've explained to anyone that it was just a typo that just got, it just got spread around like yeah. the clap. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Dr. Chris. Oh, he was fun, wasn't he? I think I was... Um, can you believe I asked Dr. Chris if people were masturbating in front of him during therapy <laughs> sessions? Um, I mean, part of me is saying no, but <laughs> the rest of me is just like, sure, of course, of course that's what she asked. Of course. I, but when he, there was something he said that made me think, in front of him, how, extra, how modern. <laughs> how modern. Um, did you learn? What did you learn? What did you learn from our chat? I learned a lot. Mm. Like, how many people are wanking at work? I can't believe oh. there are blokes wanking at work. And also that, like, only 29% of men are using sex toys. And I'm, I'm just like, come on, guys. It's healthy and it's pleasurable and it helps. And it, what we always say about sex toys is that it's there to enhance the sex, not to replicate it. Yeah. It's, you know. I'm, I'm not surprised by that figure, though, actually. I, yeah. I'm yeah I've, I'd imagine men would be quite um not put off. I don't know I don't know I just you think everyone's got catholic guilt <laughs> well I feel like I do feel that but I also feel like would it just be tied into that kind of I'm gonna say I'm gonna say toxic masculinity that affects the men themselves that makes yeah. them think that if they need a toy something's wrong do you know what I mean yeah. something's up if you will yeah. so I am um, but yeah encourage it encourage it it's brilliant hey Miranda yeah 
My name's Bibi Lynch. Ah, oh, I'm Miranda Kane. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Juliet Nichols for Metro.co.uk. And you can get in touch with us on Twitter at Good Sex, Bad Sex with a triple X at the end. If you've got any guest suggestions or if you want to come on the show yourself, you can slide into our DM. <laughs> oh my God, I've quickly got to tell you about a DM. Oh. My most recent DM slide was a man asking if I want an atomic wedgie. Oh my god! I don't, is that an, is that an atomic kitten follow up? <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what it is. But that aside, if you are in the Brighton or Hove area on this Friday, it's coming Friday the fourth oh, of June. Yes. Um, I, Bibi Lynch, um, have I have the pleasure of interviewing Kane. <laughs> <Mufti> <laughs> Uh, there's a really beautiful new hotel called Selena and there's a fabulous events room, a creative events room called um, Amy's room in the in the building. Absolutely beautiful. And my first guest from my new series, BB Does Sex, come on, oh, is Miri. Yay! I'm so excited. It's going to be so brilliant. So if people... Um, Want to, come, want to come along please do it's going to be such a laugh and you'll get to say hi to us I mean why would you want to do that but you know you'll you'll I'll be chatting to Miri and it would just it would just be such fun the cocktails are insane so um I'm at BB Lynch on Twitter uh, get in touch with there and I'll tell you where, um, where you can get tickets but that will be really fun Miranda and you're going to enjoy yeah. it what date is that again Friday June the 4th this Lovely. this coming Friday are you wearing anything special always but okay <laughs> underneath underneath the sack I'll wear okay. <laughs> <laughs> so look enough enough plug for us um thank you for joining us today um and yeah you know what we'll hopefully see you friday and we'll hear you, you. see you next week mm-hmm.